and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 178 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we are going over Atlantis Season 1, Episode 13, Hot Zone, a.k.a. Vaccines, <laughs> a.k.a. A.k.a. Those hazmat suits don't work. A.k.a. Failed hazmat suits. A.k.a. Nanovirus. <laughs> Guess what, guys? I didn't prepare an AKA. Mine just is continually something about AKA shitty hazmat suits. I was trying to think of like a good movie with a contagion, and all I could think of was contagion. contagion. And I didn't want to do contagion. <laughs> so I was like, Brain, think of something other than contagion. And Brain's like, What about contagion? And I was like, Brain, <laughs> we just had this conversation. It's like, Okay, give me a second. What about contagion? And I'm like, You motherfucker. Uh-huh. Anyway, no, it's uh right, right. Hold up, I'm I'm looking it up because it's the one that I know. Andromeda strain. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I know how you knew it because uh, we all thought I was looking up. I was like, it's the, the constellation strain. I know that one. God, you would think these would be more it's on the top galaxy. of the outbreak. What does that outbreak? The other one? I don't know. Um, twenty eight days later. <laughs> <laughs> what other movies? Not to be confused with 28 Days. Yeah, uh, those are very different movies. <laughs> As Pam from The Office will tell I you. made that mistake once. <laughs> that was an actual joke on The Office. Oh, really? Yeah. I never watched the U.S. Office. <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay. Okay. Let's get let's get the show on the road. Uh, AKA anything... Prime Numbers. Prime Numbers! I don't know Prime Numbers. Well, Do you remember Number Crunchers? Vaguely. It's like a... Um, it was like an Apple... Um, like kids game but like an educational kids game vaguely and so there was like a it was a black screen and it was a purple grid with a bunch of numbers and it would be like and you you were a number cruncher I and they were these do. little green aliens and yeah. it would be like eat all the even numbers I eat vaguely do yeah yeah all yeah. the odd numbers eat all the divisibles of three blah 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 yeah. you know just ways to teach you math multiples of four whatever yeah it would get to prime numbers, and I would rage quit. You're like, I'm clicking random numbers now. I was like, fuck this forever. Because I know the little ones, mm-hmm. like seven. Yeah. And seven. <laughs> Five. And, I, and, and one. Eleven. And then we learned decimals, and I'm like, fuck you, all numbers are evenly <laughs> divisible. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I, um, I... I'm taking insulin on the pod. Sorry, guys. You know, it's an interactive podcast. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, my problem with prime numbers is the whole, like, numbers part of them, so... <laughs> the fact we'll that get they're to numbers, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, February 4th, 2005, at least here in the U.S. Woo! In the year 2005. <laughs> Written by the wonderful Martin Garrow, directed by the wonderful Mario as a party. 
Uh, and I don't know if you can count them as guesters anymore, but we have, you know, Paul McGillian uh, and Craig yeah. Roney and David Nichols. They aren't really guest Y'all stars. Y'all just live here now. They you're just, like, they're, they're no longer being mentioned as guest stars anymore. Guests who moved into the garage. They're regular cast. Yeah. Also, this is a really nice bottle episode. A really nice bottle episode. Yeah. You know, where it's like, hey, we're filming something at home with all the sets. That oh, we have I get it. To I get it. Save budget for other I things. I don't know words for a minute. Words. Um, so we start with a science team and a Ford. Uh, <laughs> science and Ford. Science and Ford. Uh, checking some of the formerly flooded areas mm-hmm. uh, that got wrecked from that small minor storm that came through the low pressure zone. Yep. And the science bros are playing prime and not prime. Fuck this. To be fair, yeah. I'm assuming the reason it's in here is because it's a cube reference. Okay. Did you ever see Cube? No. Okay. Cube is actually kind of fun. Okay. It was my first like horror film. Oh. Also has David Thielen in it. Oh, really? Yeah. And so, spoilers... Uh, they're in a giant, like, Rubik's Cube, uh-huh. uh, and some of the cubes are basically death, uh, and the way that they know which ones are safe is because there's, like, a number on all the doors, Oh, and if it's a prime number, I, th- I think it's prime number is safe. Wow, yeah. fuck that game. Oh, it's like, but it's like, uh, uh it, 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 it's like... Saw before saw, like but it's oh, a different gotcha. type. Like no one's being pitted against one another. They're just torturing people. Yeah, I might have to watch that now. But I would never watch Saw. But I enjoyed Cube. It was like my first early horror film. I'll check it out. Yeah, that for no reason at all. That reminded me to tell you about yes. the weird dream I had. Okay. Okay, it's very important that I tell you live in the pot. Okay. It involves Sequest. I do love Sequest. Um. Now, I'm not taking death lightly. I want to start there with everybody. It's very important that it's just very strange. Uh And this is really more to laugh at the way Grace's brain processes things. Yes, than the actual reality of what things are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Last night we were playing D&D. One of my characters died. Yes. Uh, My character actually died and it was... um, she went out like a badass. It was but like, she died. yeah, only my second character death ever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she, 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 my what fourth level? Yeah. Fighter got pinned against like a tenth or no, Jesse said it was either tenth or eleventh. It was level. a tenth level monk. A tenth level monk, guys. Um, in, in a, a fighting, fighting arena. arena, one on one. Um, so I got dead. Yeah. Uh, I got a couple of bad rolls and I got dead. And honestly, I think even with good rolls, I would have just survived longer. Yeah. But I would not have made it. It would have come. It was basically um, came down to your, your death rolls. And yeah. That was it. And so then I had, they did like this resurrection thing. It was very interesting. Really cool story wise. Really great uh, character. A lot of emotions wise. flying across the very, table. Very, very emotional. Night. So by the time we got home, got to bed. I had this weird dream where Jonathan Brandis <laughs> yeah. came to our door. That's, yeah. And the thing is, we all shared a giant house because in my dreams, all of my friends live yeah, next that door. that sounds right. And I was like, Nixie's not here. How are you here? <laughs> and like, it wasn't discussed. No. But he was there. And it's very important that I tell you this on the pod. My favorite is how your brain went to Jonathan Brandis. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand it. No. I really don't. Because you didn't, were not one who watched a lot of things with no, Mr. Brandis. No, I watched Ladybugs. Yeah, that's... That might be all I watched. Yeah. 
Um, but also my brain said, Nixie's not here. What do you want? <laughs> Nixie doesn't live in this brain. I don't know why that was important. I yeah. apologize. I just hijacked all of you to listen to my weird dream. So my favorite Jonathan Brandis story, uh-huh. again, not actually having yeah. to do with Jonathan Brandis. Mind you, like, I had an entire conversation before I was like, wait a minute, aren't you not alive? <laughs> yeah. Was one of my uh, middle school friends. Uh-huh. Um... She, like, as part of her first, like, savings account or whatever, got checks, got oh. real checks. And so she wrote me. That's fancy. She wrote me one of the first checks that I couldn't cash yet. Right. And it was for $1,000. Oh, my God. And in the memo, it said it was for my wedding to Jonathan Brandis. Oh, my God. I love this story so much. <laughs> and dolphins. <laughs> Well, that's probably how much it costs to have a dolphin at the wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was, and it was like some astronomical number back then, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're probably in seventh grade. I love that. I love when the $1,000 seemed like a lot. And it was for my wedding. I want to be at the age where $1,000 seems like, I mean, $1,000 seems like a lot right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But like when it seemed like a million. I remember getting $100 once. To buy back to school clothing. Uh huh. And I was like, I can get so many things for $100. <laughs> and now you're like, I can get half a thing. I can get like a pair of pants. Uh huh. Maybe. Yeah. Fuck life. Um, okay. okay. So Ford is what I would be and going, can we not play Prime? Not Prime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although he does get an easy one wrong, which is 993. That one. Is easy to know that it is not prime. Well, it's a three. Makes it's the sense. whole like add to the threes uh-huh. sheet. So, uh, but apparently Ford is now eleven for eleven, which is also statistically impossible or highly improbable. I That's should say. That's the fun part. Yeah. yeah. And I personally like to think that it's Ford is actually knows all the answers and is he's just feeling there like he's yeah. just trolling them. I believe that he doesn't seem like a dummy. He's in not any a sense. dummy. No. Yeah. Um. And Zelenka wants to, is having a field day with all this, uh-huh. wants to do a research paper on statistic, statistical improbabilities for just turns. Like, is this payback for, like, guys like me picking on guys like you in high school? Zelenka's like, yes. Also, uh-huh. maybe I went a bit too far. Like, he's a little taken aback. Yeah. And how offended he's his like, board dude, was. dude, why can't you, why'd you call me out? <laughs> I was just trying to be funny. So at some central rendezvous point, uh, we're radios in. Um, and apart from being damp and smelling like a trash compactor on the Death Star, <laughs> everything here is structurally sounds. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so he turns to the clowns around him. He doesn't mm-hmm. get to say this often. So savor it. Good work. Let's go home. I love like McKay really falling into like, I'm a leader now. I'm a leader. Yeah. He needs to like a little bit. Work on his bedside manner, if you will. I don't think McKay's ever going to get that. No, no, maybe not. No. Um, and that is when Zelenka notices that Wagner and Johnson are gone. Hmm. So, in the call over the radio, after a moment, you hear their voices in sheer terror asking yeah. for backup. Most of them go running, um, and the few muscles that they have down with them, like, immediately go into defense stance oh, with their yeah. P90s. All three of them. They find Wagner dead on the ground, and Johnson is huddled against the wall, like, 
crying that they got him, manically, like, fighting something in the air, grasping, head screaming, and this really terrifying, not actually a scream, but, like, a ghost scream. Yeah. Terrifying, and then falls dead in Zelenka's lap. It's, uh, not good times. It's super off-putting. There's one weird scene that, there's one part that I noticed that's really, it's kind of funny in this scene. As everybody's running yeah. towards the shot and the sounds in that on that overhead shot, yeah. there's one guy who doesn't even move. <laughs> he just continues to read his book. Now, my theory behind this is it's scientists. Yeah. And he's like, that's not my job. Basically. I got shit to do. It's above my pay he grade. He may have not even heard it. He was so engrossed in his reading. It's above my pay grade. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, Carson's med team should probably hurry yeah. up. Uh, somebody put a Band-Aid on this. Gunshot, bleeding mouth thing. Uh, and credits. So when we come back, Carson hasn't even gotten to the point where he can pack up yet because it's just a moment that's passed. Jesus. McKay is like, yeah, it's too late. Um, mm-hmm. They're dead, and we probably could use it in a containment unit. Yeah. Because <laughs> people normally don't see things and drop dead. Yeah, it's kind of bad times. Once upon a time on that Stargate <laughs> command that happened, and there was things. Things and stuff. When people see things, it's bad things. Um, and McKay realizes that if they were infected with something, it's a really good chance they all are already infected with whatever it is. <gasps> That's super cool. Level four quarantine, and Carson will brief Weir and get the hazmat gear unboxed. Yay. So, back down. How oh, they haven't unpacked yet? No. <laughs> That's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we're going to get to that. It's but set in the garage. One like, of the odds we're going to need the yeah, hazmat suit anytime <laughs> soon. Back down at the pier, Peterson is voicing that what I think some of the scientists probably are thinking that if there is something here, then they should leave. While Zelenka and McKay are thinking what the other half of, like, sciencey people are thinking of, it's too big of a risk like, we're going to assume that we're all already infected. Mm-hmm. Um, but McKay has an idea, and he heads off. And, and you get a virus. Follows him. And you get a And virus. you get sickness, and you get sickness. <laughs> Up in Weir's office, Groden is briefing her on the situation. Mm-hmm. They have no idea what it is. Um, they're going to play it safe. They're going to initiate self-regulated quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to know that the ancients... They, they do know the ancients had some sort of plague, something that went on. Yeah. Um, they need to take precautions. They're also going to suspend gate travel until they have a clear picture. Of Lock this shit down, yeah. basically. And then what might be our favorite scene, the sparring room. Now, all this reminds me is of a certain character death. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, bye. That's kind of exactly how Zanae died. Uh-huh. Was a, a spar. Imagine that. Except Taylor doesn't stop. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and makes magic darkness. Yeah. So yeah. John and Taylor are sparring. She's teaching him the cool, like, two-handed stick fighting thing. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And I want her outfit. <laughs> and I want to be able to fight like that. Yes. I yes. have asked so many times to a certain domestic partner, Jesse. Who actually who knows. knows how to fight like that. And he's like, no. I know. I won't teach you. And I'm like, why don't you let me do anything let's just fun? Go take cool classes together. Literally, he's like, you'll poke your eye out. I've met you. Yeah, let's, let's do classes. Let's go I'm do classes it. together. We'll record it. So, we'll do our own version of All Work, No Play. <laughs> <laughs> and we will put out two episodes a year. And maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. 
<laughs> um, so she quickly and definitely takes Shepard down. Also points out that if this, this, I love this line. He's like, if this was really a fight, I would have shot you by now. Yeah, he's like, I would have gone full Indiana Jones. Because, yeah, I am Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> also, I love the fundamental mind, like, set difference here. Yeah. When Taylor goes, it's not for the winning that we practice. And John's like, then what the fuck's the point? Yeah. Yeah. That is very, it's, it's, it's such a cultural divide. Yeah, it's just the, this vast, the way that they look at life. He's is like, so how different. do I win this? And she's like, how about experience it instead? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got their own method, whatever works for you. You don't win D&D. You experience D&D. Except some people aim to win D&D. Then they're not playing D&D. <laughs> they're not playing our D&D. Yeah. No. Fair. Um... So they, as they gather their bags and they head out, Weir comes over the intercom explaining what's happened so far, that they're going to go under quarantine and everyone is to stay where they are. Mm. John's like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. Also realizes he forgot his radio. Just kidding. I'm not doing that. Bye. <laughs> you can't hold me. <laughs> John's just a fucking chaos muppet. Especially in this episode of all episodes. It's like they should have just not told him anything. No. And he would have been like, oh, you know, I should probably stay still. Uh-huh. But there he's like, what do you want me to do? Fuck you. I throw it on the ground. <laughs> so back at the pier, McKay is retracing the steps of Wagner and Johnson. And no, that does not increase their chances of getting infected. Because as McKay spells out for the audience and there are people there. <laughs> if it's not airborne, then they could go and look and not touch. But if it is airborne, they're already fucked. So, meh. Fuck your um, quarantine. And if I this, throw it on the ground. And if this thing can actually kill you in less than 12 hours, then they can't wait for Carson and Corey to get down here. I mean, fine. So they make it to the lab and only McKay and Ford head in originally. Uh-huh. Inside they find a lot of broken glass and this weird central console thing that has some tubes that There's you always some tubes and gems. Tubes and gems and tubes and gems. Tubes and gems. Like, the air, something's missing here. Hmm. It's Put no longer... gems there. There. So, in the sparring room, Taylor just stands there while John and Weir fight. <laughs> Even as John yeah. is the ranking military officer, he was off radio. Yeah. Couldn't wait to make a decision. Like, this is long-established protocol. This is not new, new that you get to pick and choose what happens. Bates was up here with me. Uh, and no, you're not coming up to the control room. What the fuck do you understand about quarantine? Yeah. Like, that means no. Yeah. Um, and I John's, said don't. Yeah. John's like, fine, someone get me a hazmat suit then. It's like, don't. I will. Don't. <laughs> I will. Fine. Whereas, hazmat suit. Yeah, whereas like all the people who can get you a hazmat suit are currently in fucking hazmat suit dealing with shit so people don't die. Yeah. Like you are so far down Back in the, of totem the line, pole. motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so you get a radio and you get to stay put. It's like, do you know who you are right now? You're the guy at the ER who needs some Tylenol. Yeah. Back of the line. So sitting there waiting is something that John does so well. Super the best at that. And Taylor just notices all this with a little bit of an eye roll. Well, yeah, let's think about this way. Let's think about what a schmuck 
bitch. Jonas, okay? <laughs> yeah. Aside from not following the rules, not doing what what's best for the yeah. group, and not thinking of that, being a chaos puppet. Yes, ultimately it works out in his favor, but aside from all that, this is your chance to be locked in a room. <laughs> yeah. With the sweatiest, sexiest woman. Mm-hmm. On this entire base. Yeah, the entire... Arguably. Arguably the whole galaxy. To me, yes. Yeah. And you're going to be like, I got to get out of here? Yeah. Motherfucker, please. (laughs) To, to, you know, to pull from your current favorite critical role. Yeah. Where is your inner Scanlan short halt? Yeah. This is where you're like, I guess we're stuck alone in a room together. Oh, is it getting really warm in here? (laughs) I guess I'll have to take all these clothes off. Check out my cube. Um, Hey, we got nothing else to do. Do you want to fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's just my approach. And then then it'd be Taylor going, yeah, I'm actually dating someone. (laughs) No, she'd be like... You can't hang. <laughs> is what she would be like. I guess. You can try. You can certainly you can try. You can certainly try. <laughs> How would you like to do this? Uh, <laughs> so Everything is dirty now. Dirty D&D. Thanks. It's all ruined now. It's all like it wasn't no, dirty beforehand. No, it was innocent and pure. I don't know if D&D's ever been innocent and pure. It has in my brain. Okay. All of my characters have been chased. (laughs) But you're not. So, now that the scientists are in the lab, (laughs) hoping to roll really high on that investigation roll, McKay notices something odd. The fact that the database here is not networked in with the rest of the systems. Mm -hmm. So, it only has... It's like... What what is the... What's the... um, Air-gapped? The system is air-gapped from the rest of Atlantis. Oh, okay. Yes. You can't, like, so the stuff that is in this room is only on these machines, and you can't access the rest of the network. Yes. And outside of here, you can't access these. They're they're on a different router. Yeah. That's, <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's my interpretation. It's getting silly. <laughs> There's literally no alcohol in these cups either. No, it's just... Um, it... it Pure, unadulterated joy. And and McKay sort of goes, how far away is Carson again? Because it seems like it's been a while. So Carson, I don't feel good. Yeah. Um, He feels we're in. McKay's mm-hmm. pretty sure they found an ancient viral lab. And while he's explaining this, Dumas, behind him, uh, Stu starts seeing something. Yikes. And is terrified. And sees it all over Peterson. And again, just manic in a terrifying way. Mm-hmm. Starts screaming while holding her head. Everyone is focused on her, and Peterson um, slips out of the room after seeing some shit come yeah. at him. Jesus. Meanwhile, they lose Dumais. Dumais, I think is her name. Yeah. And realize Peterson is gone. He's the one who goes rogue, right? He's the one that goes rogue. Damn it. Yeah. He took a, a page out of the John Shepard yeah. school of chaos. Yes. Um... So, um, Peterson is quickly walking through the damp pier like a man on a fucking mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, Control has tracking him. Um, Groden is locking all the doors to block his way to get back to the main part of the city. Mm-hmm. But McKay's like, that's not going to do jack shit because he knows as much about ancient technology as I do. Right. He knows how to hotwire all the doors. Yeah. So, come up with a better plan, dude. This is not the person that you want to be trying to outwit yeah. as far as Atlantis is concerned. So, we do see him short circuit open a door. 
Um, and the hallways in now, they say it leads straight to the center spire, but there are clearly a number of other doors right. in the way. So we are I trying... Mean, eventually, I think is what they Eventually, mean. all roads lead to the center spire. All roads seem to... Oh, we need to name something center spire. Just like the way it sounds. It is a good name. We're going to keep that. Maybe that's what we call when we get a uh, tower or a fort or a home center base. Center spire! In the Allfires... We call All it, the fires. We call it the, the center spire. The center spire of fires. <laughs> the fire center spire. All fire spires. <laughs> center all fire spire. Okay. Oh, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. So Weird tries calling. I just hearts of fire in my head now. <laughs> all over the radio. While he's hacking into the door and she tries to, like, she tries to flex her negotiation skills. They fail. Yeah. It's, he ignores her. No. Uh, and of course, she's like, "Is he? can he actually, can he hear me? Yeah. Is this on? Doesn't care. None cares. And Groden tries to make the doors harder to get through. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. So Carson and his team are now down in the lab, checking the whole team. They all look fine. McKay's like, yeah, well, the others were fucking fine, too, until they weren't, and they were dead. Yeah, it's not like they were visibly ill. There was no no timer on their forearm that said, (laughs) you have 20 minutes until expiration. It was just like, I feel great. Just kidding. I'm dead now. And there's a few rounds between, like, Carson's bedside manner versus McKay's pessimism or realism or whatever. Um, Uh, Yeah, Carson... Absolutely, that's who I want bringing me chicken soup when I'm dying. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's his job. Clearly, everything is go- Everything will be fine. Yeah, come, just come sit with me and tell uh-huh. me it's all okay. Just or read the phone book to me. Anything. Oh, read Tolkien. Wow, that could be fun. Yeah. Okay, so read Mc- Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> That would be really disturbing. Read me some HP Lovecraft. Thanks, bye. That would be so disturbing. I like it. And then some Poe. <laughs> well, again, that would be fine. But is he reading these to us on our deathbeds? Is he reading me yeah, Call yeah. of Cthulhu and Poe on the oh, deathbed? Oh, that's what I want to... Yes, that's what I want on my deathbed. I still would prefer some Tolkien, No, I think. here's why. Because I want to be like, well, <laughs> it could be worse. <laughs> that's what I want to think. <laughs> that's what I want to think. I actually, that's what I want my last words to be like. Tolstoy. Fuck it, it could be worse. (laughs) I like it. So McKay gets back to work. Come at me, squid monster. Pauses, like looks back, thinking Uh he's going to see something or doesn't or something. And sort of Zelenka sees this going back and forth. So John is still not liking being stuck doing nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. He doesn't think locking the doors are going to stop. At this point, he's tried to make it with Taylor, and she's like, no. He goes, yeah, all right, fine, fine let's out. get out of here. Um, someone has to actually go after Peterson. He's endangering the whole city at this point. Weir's like, we don't know what we're dealing with, and this is a medical situation. Mm-hmm. But John's like, no, fuck this, I'm heading out. Yes. And Weir has grown lock the sparring room door. Is this where they swing their dicks around? Yeah. John's like, I'm the ranking military officer. And we're like, yeah, you are. So we can't risk you being sick. Yeah. And with that, there is a tug of war with Bates. Poor Um, Bates is like, Bates, put it down. Bates, pick it up. Bates, put it back down. Yeah. At some point, I would just sit on the floor and cry. (laughs) I hate both of you. 
Can you imagine Bates just sitting on the floor? I want that to happen. Yeah. This like military high ranking soldier just sits on the floor. It's like, what do you guys even want? I don't even know. Um, So does Bates listen to the ranking officer to open the door or the commander of the base and keep it locked? Uh, And it's the first time we've ever seen like a really hard fight over command between Shepard and Weir. What do you think actually makes him decide it? Is it the fact that like Shepard can kick his ass? No, I think the moment he does is when John makes it an order. Oh, that's fair. Because before he was like, just open the door, open the door. And finally he's like, that's an order. That's a motherfucking order. And the door opens. He said the magic words. He did. And Bates does apologize. Mm -hmm. And whereas like, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't. Yeah, I love her answer. It's like, apology not accepted. It's done. Well, it's not even I don't accept the apology. She's like, the apology doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't fix things. No. Um, and, uh, and I think Taylor fully understood, um, and I think she fully would have abided by the quarantine too. Mm-hmm. Um, but John leaving, she's like, I'm not going to say Well, eyes. yeah, at this point, John's broken the rules. Yes. John's already been like, fuck the quarantine. I'm getting the fuck out of here. And she's like, well, if he's going, I'm not going to sit here like a goddamn schmuck. We've already exactly. broken the quarantine. Fuck this, I might as well go be useful for some reasons. Um, but yeah, I, I, there's no reason for her to sit there by herself. Exactly. Um, it's like, well, if you're bringing up a suit, then just make it too. Yeah. Thanks, bye. So uh, Dr. Biro is working on autopsies and calls Carson with some info. Both died of ruptured some sacular brain aneurysms, uh-huh. which sounds apparently that is like the most common type of brain aneurysm. Okay. Uh, it's like 90% of brain aneurysms. Yeah. What is, it's not, so it's not unusual. It's not a smoking gun, but they're both in the exact same place mm. in the brain, right above the visual cortex. That's weird. It's yeah. almost like it could have made them have vision. Which we'll get to later. Okay, bye. Um, but to McKay, brain aneurysm is the best news he's heard all day. Yeah. Because of reasons we'll get to momentarily. Yeah. In the med bay, John and Taylor are getting into the hazmat suits, which when we're like... Taylor calls John to task for what he just did. Mm-hmm. Points out that once he made a decision... He doesn't allow any other ideas or options. Right. He makes a decision that is the only decision that is yeah. acceptable or conceivable. It's true. He has blinders. He thinks he knows everything. Yeah. He thinks he's got all the right answers. And meanwhile, he's like, not the time or place for this discussion. Um, She's like, no cares. It's <laughs> happening now. So John calls up and asks for um, Peterson's location. And Weir ignores him for a second mm-hmm. and then tells him where he is. She is fucking pissed. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? I have to I have to say, I'm with Weir on having this conversation. Oh, now. yeah. Because here's the thing. He well, just, Taylor. Oh, right, right. Because yeah. he I thought he has one with Weir at some point. Later at the end. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um But because he's in the middle of making these shit decisions. Yeah. And he's about to make more of them. Yeah. If someone doesn't have a talk with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um and also those hazmat suits are shit. <laughs> like they're not they're shit you can like put your hand up and touch your face yeah that's not how that should work that's not no okay we- but in fairness I've seen um what they use for 
like the people that have to go in and deal with Ebola virus. Yeah. That shit's scarily thin and awful. Yeah, I know, but it's at least like sealed. You still can't like reach your hand up and touch your face. <sighs> yeah. You shouldn't actually be able to touch your own face no. with your hands. <laughs> no. But we, we uh, the class I just finished, we used the same lab coats. And yeah. I'm like, this? Yeah. This is what's protecting Well, people? again, I feel like there's different levels. Like, yeah. if it was a contact one, yeah. that could maybe fly. Yeah. But not when it's airborne, possibly. God, yeah. Okay. We were working with E. coli. Nobody died. That's I good. I call it a success. That's good. Um, and we find Peterson unlocking the next door, face dripping with sweat, and mm-hmm. he's already seeing things, fighting against them, racing through the door. So McKay shows Carson what he found. There's lots of notes, mm-hmm. um, but one of the ones he found has a 12-hour, hi- no, six-hour hibernation, recurring visions, and best of all, brain aneurysms. Yay. So, ding, ding, ding. Yes. Uh, and uh, McKay then sees a ghost figure mm-hmm. and, like, crouches down to hide. Yikes. Realize it's an illusion and is clearly starting to get scared, get uh, scared it's shitless. It's that, like, trying to pretend you didn't just do yeah. the weird thing that you just did. He's uh-huh. like, oh, I'm fine. Fine. I'm fine. Super not weird at all. Yeah, so he's been, he, he finally admits he's been seeing things for about an hour. Good times. Uh, and another scientist, Hayes, admits the same. Um, it's like the ghosts are coming right at you, mm-hmm. and they're getting worse. Yikes. So... Dumas met up with Johnson and Wagner like an hour after they were down there, and they died almost exactly an hour apart. I love that you keep calling her Dumas. Because it it sounds like dumbass. No, I think, I I don't know which is right. Maybe it's Dumas. But Dumas sounds like dumbass, and I like it. But it does dawn on them that the next person uh, that she ran into were Hayes and McKay. Oh. Which means they're no. next. Oh, you're marked. You so, have the cooties. Bye. Peterson opens another door, and waiting for him are Taylor and John. They are not. You shall not pass. <laughs> yeah. And he refuses also to go back down to the pier. Right. If he goes back, he gets infected. That's essentially murdering him, he says. Um, Shit. He tries bargaining. Eventually, he's like, look, just let me go to the med lab. Let me go to a third location. It is neither the center of the city, nor is it the pier. I will stay there. Let me just go touch more shit with my infections. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. But also, it is a negotiation that works. Yes. Yes. I'm just mad at the at the other chaos Muppet who's yes. thinking only how do I save me. Yes. But if it's it's something I can imagine. Like if I'm scared shitless of yeah. going back and no, where all fine. these other people are dying, can at least let me go to this other place until we figure shit out. I'm yeah. not going to go to the main city. However, that does not last long because as John is relaying this information, Peterson sees a transporter and makes a break for it. Fucking before fucker. the door can close, he gets a shot in the arm. Yeah. And when the transporter opens, Peterson comes stumbling out of it, crying out in pain, right into the mess hall. Let's let's talk about the people. And naturally, everyone touches him. Yeah. Let's talk about this. And just then, the alarm goes off throughout the city. Everyone touched the guy that just came out of here bleeding and dying. Yes. How is that smart? Well, to be fair, they don't immediately know that he came from... They thought everything's under quarantine. They don't know he came from the pier. They just see a man who's shot that comes stumbles out of the transporter. I don't know. I think if I hear the word quarantine, I ain't touching anybody. 
And I can imagine there's some people in the mess hall that didn't touch him or go near him. They'd be him. like, what are you doing? And then other people just instantaneously see a person puppy. who is wounded. Want to pet the puppy. I don't know what I would do, but I can kind of see both things. That's fine. I I know who I am. I know. Yeah, that is perfectly fine. I know who I am. I'd be like, nope. I don't know which I would do. Guess you'll die. (laughs) (laughs) So the transporter locks down before John and Taylor can get to it. Uh, The city has taken over and initiated its own lockdown and they cannot override it. Good. All the doors around the city are now shut. That's fine. So Grodin guesses uh, that the sick people detector system was... (laughs) It's official name. Yeah, it's its official name. Was affected by the flooding at the pier. So it wasn't really working, but it's working fine in the central part of the city. So as of right now, they're completely iced out of the mainframe. Mm -hmm. Hayes and McKay are being hooked up to monitors. And naturally, McKay's like, how the fuck is this going to help with the brain aneurysm? But it will give Carson info if he dies. Reasons. Yeah, basically. So a door opens for John and Taylor as they walk. She's not really sure why yet. Mm -hmm. Um, But he asks the control room if they have transporters working again. And they're like, no. Atlantis shut them down when they sensed a threat. And then John goes, boy, I wish we would have thought of that. And McKay's like, fuck you in your fucking face. Seven times (laughs) over. I'm going to hurt you. I feel like she could probably take him out with a surprise attack. Probably right now. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like she's been taking lessons with Taylor, except uh-huh. she actually learns. She actually, lo- yeah. Actually, and let's take a minute to think of how cool that will look. Oh, that would be really, that'd be really good. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Um, but where it's like, we did fuck nuts. Uh, yeah. The entire area. Yeah, have you ignored everything I fucking said? The entire area had to be powered up uh-huh. for you to go get to the door to get to Patterson. <laughs> Peterson. Yeah. Whatever. He's got uh, that. We, we, he Spoilers. wouldn't have been able to use the transporters had you not gone after him. Yay. He's like, okay, 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 okay. You made your point. <laughs> and Weird just tells him to get his ass back to the city and wait in Carson's lab. Goodness. So Dr. Barrow radios to Carson, third victim, died of, guess what, brain aneurysm, brain aneurysm guess where, right in, above the visual cortex. Mm-hmm. So which Carson agrees, yeah, being on your visual cortex uh, would explain the hallucinations. Mm-hmm. McKay's like, but yeah, that would be a sort of like watches of color or something random. Every single person is seeing the same thing, and that's weird. Yes. So Hayes and I agree, and then I go... Wait, why is that weird? Yeah. Like, when you're like, yeah, totally what he said. So, yeah. Okay, uh, uh, tell me how that works. Someone give me the crib notes. Yes, thank you. Um, And then Hayes starts to see things. <laughs> and he starts fighting with people to hold him down. Damn it. And his heart rate spikes. And eventually stops. Fuck. And Carson starts CPR and McKay's just like, just fucking stop. It's not it's his dead. heart. He's dead. He's, it's not his heart. Let's talk about how we've we've considered how shitty the Pegasus galaxy is. Yeah. Now there's, like, contagion everywhere uh-huh. on top of it. Jesus, it's hard living out here. Well, they have no immune system for it. It's yeah. like... <laughs> yeah, it's fair. So Rodney just stands there, facing the inevitable, terrified. Everyone watches horrified because they know what is about to happen. And to oh who boy. it's about to happen to. Oh, boy. McKay tells him that he has a sister, that they're not close, but it's the only family he has. And 
when you tell her, make it sound good, like like he died saving a bunch of kids or something. Yeah. And he tells Lenka that he has some ideas for looping power on the WZPM. It might work. Might delete something else. And and Z's like, well, we're gonna we're gonna check it together. And he's like, fuck you. Stop interrupting my last thought. Yeah. And <laughs> goes, I feel like because it's McKay, someone should have corrected his <laughs> theories and said, do you mean hypotheses? <laughs> Because um, fuck you. That's and why. like he has some ideas to roll power blackouts if they're here for more than a year. And also just tell everyone I was inches away from a theory of unification. Um, but the notes were lost when he died saving kids. That's like a really fancy like that's uh-huh. like super fancy physics thing, Grace. Yeah. It's like. But he died saving kids. It's, yeah. I um, do love that even in these moments that sound very selfish. Yeah. You get insight onto the fact that he was trying his best yeah. to keep everyone safe. Um, um, and he looks around looking for the, the ghosts and looking for the things to fight. And he realizes that he doesn't see any. Uh-huh. And he realizes that he should be dead now. Except he's not. And everyone's kind of in utter disbelief. And hmm. Slink is like, interesting. He's like, and Curse is like, don't take this the wrong way. But um, why aren't you dead? Why aren't exactly. you dead now? And McKay's like, I don't give any shits. There is no fox that I have. I am just glad to be here. And this scene is why David Hewlett gets my terror award. Aww. <laughs> he's just happy he's not dead. It's so good. Uh-huh. And you're like, that David Hewlett, he's like all talented and shit. Or something. I'd have to watch Cube to be sure. You'd probably have to watch Cube. <laughs> Don't worry. Very soon, now that you know almost everyone who's in the film, okay. we are going to get you to watch a dog's breakfast. I'm, I'm okay with that. It involves a dog. And breakfast? Ish. Is it scary? It's not scary. It's more of weird, awkward, dark uh, humor. Does bad things happen to said dog? No. Nothing bad happens to dog. I'm fine. Nothing bad things happen to bodies. Can I tell you the first time I watched John Wick... Can was I tell not you? In theaters. I still have never seen John Wick. The first time I watched it, I was not. But in I know the, bad you know things happen to a dog. Yes. Well, you know the premise. I did not know the premise. Yeah. I had not watched it in theaters. It had just come out. Um, I don't remember who it was that I sat down to watch it with. I want to say domestic partner Jesse, but it might have been before our time. Yeah. Anyway, I'm like. The dog fucking died. I'm done watching this. Can and they I... went, trust me, you want to stick around for this Can one. I tell you that I sat down to watch Marley and Me not knowing what oh, kind of no. movie it was? Can I also tell you that we, that the my dog who cuddled with me for that entire time had just been diagnosed with cancer at oh, age 12? Oh, no. That's a really stupid move. It was a real stupid move. Did I turn <laughs> the movie off when I realized what the fuck was happening? No. No. no Were you like, no. I'm in this I just, now? cried ugly tears into my dog's fur. You know what? You probably needed to. I probably needed to, but it was still a bad idea. All right. Let's get back to it. So, um, everyone is working furiously in the control room Mm -hmm. when John radios in again. He hasn't, like, he hasn't hit the quarantines yet. All the doors are still opening for him. Hmm. And, but as for Weir, she can't even get into her office. Interesting. So, Gordon realized that the city is smart. Hey, guys, the city has real layer smart. actions. It does have layer it's actions. It's like a real D&D stronghold, <laughs> which, by the way, if you have not, if you did not pre-order uh, Matt Colville's Strongholds and Followers, fucking get it if you play D&D. To be fair, I don't have it. I'm just going to steal your copy every That's once fine. in a while. Okay, That's cool. fine. But also fucking get it because it's really great. So 
they realize that they have the universe's shittiest hazmat suits, but hazmat suits nonetheless, and the Atlantis allows protected personnel to move about the city freely to assist the infected. <laughs> so with that, they make their way to the mess hall, since everyone there is most likely scared shitless. Yeah. Yeah, I would be too. I'd be like, I don't think, I think I'd be scared to eat. Yeah. But also it's me, so I'd be like, that's eh, fine. It's fine. I'm going to tell you what I'm just going to eat. I'm going to eat all the jello. It's just comfort eating. Uh-huh. So McKay is about to watch the autopsy of his friend. Super questioning cool. how something organic could be this efficient, and he has an idea and runs off. Carson Maybe it's follows not. him. McKay is pretty sure it is a nanovirus, one made to kill humans. By nanos. By nanos. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. In the control room, someone passes out coffee, which may or not be spiked. So wait, nanotech, is that the same as the nanotech that we've heard of in other Stargates? Yes-ish. Uh, okay. Yes-ish. It's all related, guys. It's sort almost of. like it's all It's all related. It's all related, 100%. I, hang on, I'm putting up my strings. Okay. They're I'm red. I'm closet. It's red. Um, so Rodney explains. It's just like a picture of Sam and then a picture of Shepard. And then they just loop back and forth, and then, like, Taylor and Teal'c like, every now and then. It's kiss now. Now you kiss. So, Rodney explains neuroviruses to Weir. Okay, super, I want a Taylor and super... Teal'c fighting puppets. Like, diorama style uh-huh. on popsicle sticks, uh-huh. where you just, meh, 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 meh. <laughs> I'm done. I'm sorry. So nanoviruses are tiny, (laughs) tiny, 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 super tiny, tiny, tiny robots. And the idea that you could swallow a pill and have millions of little robots curing what ails you. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just breaking the chair. That's fine. That's fine. That one's not mine. Okay. Um, But these ones don't cure you. They kill you. They cure you to death. And they infect others as they can. They cure you to infection Uh and death. So, bright side... They bring you closer to your god. Carson says that he's fairly sure they can't replicate. So, eventually, they're going to spread themselves out so thin that they can't actually kill you. It's cool. Okay. It's cool. So, first thought is that the Wraith made them, but why? Yeah. Why would the Wraith make a WMD to kill humans because they need the humans to eat? It's like cattle farmers creating mad cow disease. Yeah. No makes sense. Makes no sense. Um, but they did find it in an ancient lab, so maybe it was a last-ditch effort, which doesn't explain the visions, but no. those aren't a concern at the moment. Who made this is up in the air. Again, Pegasus is the dark fucking galaxy. <laughs> yes. It's like, I guess if this is how this shit's going to go down, we're going to take everyone with uh-huh. us. Yep. So, Taylor and John arrive at the mess hall. Um, they're trying to calm people, like... They might not be infected, but you're in has suits. It's a precaution. Uh, so McKay needs help in his lab. So John goes while Taylor stays here to answer all the questions and do what you can to keep calm. I but guess. Yeah. Good luck with that. Put on a show. Do a little dance. Put on a happy face. Also, yeah. McKay and Weir and Carson realize one thing. She could do like the let's get down to, to business, business with her staff to defeat the, the nanovirus. Race. That works too. Um, McKay, Weir, and Carson realize one thing that may have saved McKay. Hmm. McKay is an ATA gene. A-T-A-G. Hayes doesn't. I know what that means. Ancient technology activation gene. But ATAG are actual like identifiers okay. in DNA. Well, ATA gene means no, ancient technology like activation no, genes. No, but I love how clever that is. I just never realized how clever that is. Like, actual genes of ours are yeah. called that, and the mutations are T's. That's awesome. Okay, I'm done. Okay, so... They Actually, can't... the mutations are U's. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> 
They can't just guys. Get... I can science. Okay, I'm done. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> they can't just give everyone gene therapy because it only works on 48 percent of the right. people that give it to you. Like Zelenka had it weeks ago. It didn't take. Your body doesn't always take. Guys, I know these things. <laughs> Your body won't always take the mutation, and if it no. does, sometimes it's unpredictable. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a silent mutation, and it takes, but it doesn't do shit. Or Science. sometimes it takes, and it kills you. So even if they gave it to someone like sense mutation, okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Science <laughs> according to Grace. <laughs> Bitches. So even if they gave it to someone like Ford now, it's a minimum of four hours for it to take. And Ford only has just under an hour before his brain explodes. That's not good. Carson's like, you've been up for 24 hours. Uh-huh. Stay calm. He's like, fuck that shit. It's like, I- hey. It sounds like your brain's already exploding, so just take a fucking chill pill. <laughs> Look around us. How am I supposed to stay calm? And Zelenka, slightly more rational, is like, Carson, be fucking real. There is no calm. Yeah. We're literally about to die. We all gonna die. Fuck you and your bedside manner. Uh-huh. <sighs> so but you need him. You need you a do. Carson. You, you need do. someone who's just holding their shit you together. Do. So John makes it to McKay's lab. You know that big device in the central room with warning and caution signs all over it? Would we say to the god of death? <laughs> Not today. <laughs> touch that. Go touch that. So nanoviruses are still computers. Mm-hmm. Best way to knock them out, e-impulse. I like that. So that's what they're going to do. And we can see laptops closing across the city. Uh, they can't shut down the ancient technology, but conveniently the writers of the show have said that they work differently and there'll be no lasting effects. Bum, ba, da, da. Um, but is it the nanovirus also an ancient technology? Magnets don't work here. Yeah, that's what I figured. So if it works, it should Magnets affect... don't function in water. I don't think that's true. <laughs> but we're going to decide that. Uh, it should affect most of the central tower. Science according to Grace. And uh, the city will end the lockdown. Mm-hmm. And then John just has to wheel that puppy down to the pier. Do it all over again. <laughs> yeah. So Rodney runs John through what they have to do. Not to worry, McKay's been around more EMPs than anyone else. He'll be fine. So it powers up. He counts down. Bam! EMP! Everyone waits. Nothing happens. All the inch controls are still locked out. Fuck. (laughs) For it's like 29 minutes. Now what? In the mess hall, people start freaking out when they start seeing their first hallucinations. All at the same instant. And one pushes Taylor across the table, ripping her suit. They're all just fucking high all at once. Uh-huh. Every single one of them dropped yeah. at the same time. Uh-huh. And it's all kicking in. Yep. And Taylor's like, why do I have to babysit all these motherfuckers? <laughs> yeah. So McKay is trying to lead John how to reset the EMP over the radio. It's not going well. John's like, the EMP is not going to get bigger. Mm-hmm. Four and Link have 20 minutes. Are you positive that an EMP is going to kill this? McKay's like, yes. John's like, I have an idea. (laughs) Runs off. Yeah. So John grabs a knack with a generator Mm -hmm. and is filled we're in on his plan. Yeah. She thinks it's too dangerous, but no, point of no return, John says. Like, otherwise we lose a third of our people. Yeah. If not more. We lose everyone on our own terms, (laughs) or a third or not more, and someone else's. And whatever the plan is at the moment. I choose death. (laughs) McKay's like, I'm on board too. Yeah. So the crazy plan is detonating a nuclear explosion in the atmosphere. It's the only way John and McKay 
C to save the city. Yikes. 20 miles above the city. They should be safe from radiation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a devastating electromagnetic shockwave. Maybe also killing all the computers, but worth the risk. It's pretty bright. And we're just like, well, you're just going to do it anyway at this point. Mm-hmm. Also, guys, really bad idea to detonate a giant. I mean, it, listen, they have no options here, but that's bad for the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not think about that. Nope. So John takes the puddle jumper. Imagine all the cool animals that are in that ocean. And that are now dead. Um, They almost get into position. And honestly, he's a little worried about the EMP, uh, his effects on the puddle jumper. More than just like the shockwave. Let's not worry about too much. I mean, he's going to do it anyway. So Mm -hmm. fuck it. There's 30 seconds between deploying it and boom. So fly fast. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and John's like, yeah, fly as far away from the nuclear explosion as I can. Oh, thank Thanks. you for saying that. Or I wouldn't have thought to do cool. that. Goodness. He releases it. He dives down flying. The countdown begins. The whole city listens to the countdown. Mm-hmm. And John's like, hold on to your butts. <laughs> and there's a big bada boom. How many references to different movies can I get? <laughs> 30 seconds. Okay. 73. So John gets a little thrown around, and yeah, everyone doesn't. Don't look at a nuclear explosion. You know, like an eclipse, you yeah. shouldn't look at it. Don't Same. do that. Same. Don't burn your retinas. So it takes them a bit to get a hold of John again, but eventually they do. Quickly, Atlantis releases its lockdown. Everyone is opening up, everything is running again, everyone is saved. I love Zelenka McKay's awkward handshake failure. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, hey, we're cool dudes, except we're not, not cool dudes at all. So in Weir's office, Mob I keep probably crawling out of the shot. I'm here get now. Get back. Uh, she's like, first, are you okay? <laughs> Second, that was clever. He's like, yeah, thanks. Okay, so I'm going to go sleep now. Not so fast. Nope, got it. Oh, shit. Time to discuss. What happened? It reminds me of when you're like in high school uh-huh. and you're home just a little bit later yeah, than yeah, you're yeah. supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your parents seem to be okay with it. Like they're just going <laughs> to let you let it slide. And you're like, OK, Come cool. into my trap. I'm going to bed now. They're like, yeah, was it fun? It's like, yeah, it was fun. I'm so tired. Like, oh, come tell get, me about get it. Get comfortable you're like, in this trap. No, I don't want to tell you about it because you're going to talk to me about how I'm late all the time. That's what that is. Um... So, we're going to discuss what happened, John. Yeah. <laughs> that thing that will never happen again. Uh-huh. Like... Remember that time? You don't get to decide what is and is not a military situation. Yeah. Like, both Jack and Colonel Sumner warned me that you don't like the chain of command. And if you don't know what the chain of command is, that's the chain that I beat you in until you know it's a command. <laughs> you endangered everyone today. You thought there was a better course of action. Uh-huh. Uh, and you have to trust me. Because I'm the captain. I'm the captain now. The end. And just then, John is saved by McKay and Carson coming in. Thank goodness. Um, it, the, it wasn't made by a wraith. Mm. And whoever did make it, we just hope they're not still around. Dun, dun, dun. Fade out. I'm sure we'll, this will never come back again. I'll never, I'm sure. We'll never deal with this again. We'll be like, hey, Let whatever happened with that this drink real quick. tech that we ran into. 
Fucking the Pegasus Galaxy mm, is this scary tea is good. It's so tea leafy. Yeah, this this, it's this so, galaxy is bad news bears. It's like nobody come here. <laughs> fucking blows. But again, it's the same shit that happened like when you back in the day when you discovered a continent you didn't yeah. know before. Your immune system went, oh, what the fuck are What's these? The, new viruses. Like? Don't like, don't like, do not like, bye. Um Alright. Next up. Stargate SG1. Life alert. Full alert. You were close. I saw something said alert, and so I was like, I'm going to make it up. Full alert. Life alert. Jack's fallen and he can't get up. <laughs> no, not Jack! <laughs> I don't know why. Alrighty. Okay. Okay, we're going to go. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening to us. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, you know where to find us on Twitter. We're at Tara Podcast. On Facebook, we're at There's No Place Like Tara. You can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. And patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. Rate us, like us, review us Apple on Apple Podcasts. Podcasts Enjoy your burrito. Enjoy your burrito. <laughs> It's had a, wi- a wild nick comes. Probably. Probably. It doesn't matter. A wild nick appears. Yeah, somebody throw a Pokeball. Pokeball him. Okay, we caught him. My Pokey. Uh, I escaped. Oh, damn it. <laughs>